Welcome to Married at the Movies, the podcast where a married couple discuss their sometimes very different views on movies. I'm Sean. And I'm Monica. This week, we're going to review Mulan for you. It's uh, on Disney Plus now for free, as in you don't have to pay the extra $30 that they were charging you throughout the rest of the year. $29.99. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. $29.99. Not quite $30. Uh, yeah, but it's in our price range now, and we watched it, and we're going to tell you what we thought. We're also going to discuss a film that we actually disagree about, so making our intro true, and that film is Wolf Walkers. But before we get into that, I know what you're thinking. You're sitting there going, hey, dude, you're a liar. And yeah, I kind of am, because <laughs> I told you guys, I told all of our loyal listeners, I think we need a name for our listeners, by the way. Oh, like loyal fans, like, you know, yeah. Comedy Sports has, like, yeah, cinephiles or... Uh... Well, I mean, that's just people that like movies. Yeah, that has well, to do with was, oh. So I, I had something in mind. Oh, boy. Uh, you, you, know, didn't, you didn't clear this with me before we started you know recording. I love acronyms. Oh, gosh, you love acronyms. So we're married at the movies, right? Ma'am. M-A-T-M. Okay. So they're madams. Madams. Yeah. Okay. I'll think about it. Wow. We could we could test it out this episode, I guess. Okay. All right. Anyway, for all you loyal madams. Mams. M A M. Just married at mo- Married at movies? Well, you don't include the T usually that like the in You acronyms. do if it makes it make sense. Well M A M makes more sense than M A T M. Yeah, but Mams is weird and like weird. Ma'am? Ma'am's not weird. Huh? Ma'am, madam, whatever. Yeah, madams. Each are both names for women. So yeah, but ma'am says another connotation about certain parts, and that's just weird. Okay, you have to tell me when I'm older. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Well, if you've got my drifts, then write us at married at the movie or married at married movies podcast at gmail dot com or married movies. <laughs> She's still trying to ma'am? figure it out. Think about a procedure that women hate having done. Oh, it, we don't, uh, ladies don't abbreviate it like everything you did. Huh? Not like going to my mams, getting my mams done. <laughs> okay, but they're mammary glands. Yeah, but oh, I guess that boys think of it that way. I don't think. Oh, yeah, that's that all boys. It's just, know. ah, whatever. I'm cutting all of this. <laughs> Please don't. Anyway, dear madams. <laughs> Uh, last week I told you that we were going to be putting together our top 10 lists of 2020 and discussing those on the podcast. We have since realized that there's a lot more time left in the year than, you know, we thought. Uh, and we've seen a lot less or a lot fewer, sorry, grammatically correct, a lot fewer, uh, movies than we had thought. So in order to kind of play catch up here at the end of the year and to give a fair chance to movies like Wonder Woman 1984 and Disney Pixar Soul, which both release on Christmas Day, we decided to push that back. And uh, we'll do it for the first two episodes of the new year. And um, Which makes sense. Yeah. Let it, the year actually play out. Right, exactly. And then that way our lists are a little bit more accurate. So hopefully you're okay with that. And I apologize because I lied to you. But uh, this guy's a phony. Okay, (laughs) Family Guy reference. (laughs) Timely. (laughs) Let's. All right. So let's get into Mulan. And again, like we did uh, last week, I think we should kind of um, you know talk upfront about generals and then move into a spoiler 
territory, mm-hmm. put up a spoiler wall so that, you know, we don't ruin anything for anybody. Yeah, but I mean, if they if they saw the Disney Mulan, like, I'm not giving away too much. Well, we'll get into that because maybe we are, maybe we aren't spoiling things for people that have seen the movies. But Good point. First, let me just kind of let uh, anybody who doesn't know what Mulan is. Mulan is a story of a young Chinese girl who disguises herself as a male warrior to save her father and protect her country. It stars Li Fei Yu, Donnie Yen, Li Gong, Jet Li, Jason Scott Lee, and Yosun An. And I really apologize if I mispronounced or butchered any of those names. I tried to look up pronunciations before we recorded, and I think some of them at least are as right as I can get them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so so the main like thrust of the movie and a big part of it are these three uh, kind of pillars of, of honor, right? Mm-hmm. So loyal, brave, and true. And I thought we could kind of break our discussion into those three sections. Interesting. Starting with loyalty and the discussion of whether this is truly a loyal film to the 90s version. I see what you're doing here. That's animated. So I personally don't have a giant affinity for Mulan. Mm -hmm. I remember going to see it in theaters kind of towards the tail end of my time seeing every Disney movie in theaters. You know, like when you're a kid, you go see The Lion King, you go see The Little Mermaids, Mm -hmm. like all of them. And it's like a big thing for that year. Um, This was, my interest was waning a little bit. You know, I went to see it with my Uncle Glenn and like our biggest takeaway at the time was like, hey, the the Huns are like drawn really cool. (laughs) Like the character designs are really cool. And there was like a, a decent battle scene in it. And that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't have much of an affinity. So I'm going to be leaning on you to really mm-hmm. kind of, you know, drill down into what they changed, what they didn't. Well, I mean, I I went into this movie that this was not a remake of Mulan. This was not like the um, Aladdin live yeah. action. This was not like the Lion King live action. Right. Um, to come up with a Little Mermaid one too. This was Jungle a... Book. Yes, Jungle Book. This was not a remake of the movie, in my opinion. Um, it's, I mean, first of all, it's not a musical. True. You know, the songs are removed. This is the story of the warrior Mulan, the the legend, mm-hmm. you know, the Chinese folklore. Right. Um, that I, I didn't really find myself saying too much about like, oh, it's different or choices that they made. It's more just, oh, I missed Eddie Murphy and the songs that they sang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like Mulan, the Disney one, is a, a family movie. Yes. Where this, I mean, yeah, you could watch with your older children. But, yeah. you know, you're not gathering around to watch a Disney movie when you, you know, watch this. Like, kids under, like, I don't know, eight? You know, I don't they, know. I don't know. <laughs> it's probably I, I watched like, most worse than this by the time I was Yeah, eight, but, but like, <laughs> generally speaking, like, I don't. I don't think either of us would recommend to our siblings to like watch this with their children. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, uh, none of our nibblings are uh, mm-hmm. older than 12. Ten. Well, well, yeah, are older. Technically than not older than 12. But. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but I'm saying it's not, you know, it's not like Soul is probably going to be a movie that is sure. more for a family. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I really honestly didn't um, think about it too much in regards to. That one, we can get into the spoilers in in section two. Yeah, but it's 
as you said, like this is, it's not a kid's movie. This is essentially a martial arts film. This, I, I loved this. Oh, okay. I, I'm sorry, are we, are we jumping into that right yeah, now? Yeah, no, I loved, no, absolutely. I loved it. Um, I was entertained the entire time. It looked amazing. Um, I'd be interested, I'm interested to know like what was CGI versus mm-hmm. what was real. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's, I mean, some things were like, you could, you know, tell that they didn't actually like set off an avalanche or, you know, something like that. Yeah. But um, as far as like the um, Imperial City and just even her village where she lived, like it looked so cool mm-hmm. that the set design was awesome. And then the the fighting was so cool. Yeah. There, I mean, there's some action in here that rivals, you know, I would say like the Matrix or, you know, yeah, it Crouching definitely, Tiger. I was obviously. gonna say it has it's like the Matrix and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like mm-hmm. meat. Yeah. It's it's I mean, there's there's some great wire work. There's some really not great wire work. Yeah, some of it was a little like they're flying through the air, not at all naturally. Yeah. Like and you it could was, tell. <laughs> it was more so uh the child at the beginning. Yes. I would say. And the that, um and the like the the bad guys what were mm-hmm. I forget their name now yeah I don't, I uh, but like when they were like going up walls mm-hmm. it was like like straight up the wall and yeah. it was kind of but it didn't look like it you could tell they were like being held on like holding on to something else right so yeah. yeah I agree with that but some of just the the really cool totally unbelievable. Mm-hmm. stuff you know where something flies up in the air and then she spins around and kicks it with her foot right. like you yeah. know that's so unlikely that that could happen but i loved watching it yeah and, and i'm is, like yes that was awesome <laughs> yes this is where i was kind of uh going to lead us with the brave discussion mm-hmm. you know the second of the three uh pillars which is to say you know how disloyal it was to the original and then to do something so incredibly different mm-hmm. with it is something I really admire of the film. You know, yes. it's like it's taking you know a Disney princess and just turning her completely into a warrior badass. Yes, and I think it's it's a really cool way to do this. And it honestly, like, it is way more interesting to me than the original. Absolutely, the only um, making it all like you know more believable being live action. Uh, the only downside to it for me was that, um, you know, when she was like animated and trying to, uh, you know, be a boy, mm-hmm. it was a little bit more believable. But now when it's actual people, mm-hmm. I'm watching it. Maybe it's just being a girl, too. I'm watching it being like, okay, she's like covering up her breast, but she goes to sleep. Does she wake up before everybody else does? And I think the question that all ladies will ask themselves is, did her training take more than a month? Because... <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. We're going there. I'm just saying. If it did, that would have been really hard for her to hide that component. Yeah. So, uh, but like, I never thought about that in the animated one. Sure. And in this, it was like well, one of my first thoughts. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, she cannot hide this. <laughs> did not think we were going there. I'm just. That no, that's fair. I'm I, just saying I, it I was, too was. It like, like took away the um. Like, suspension of disbelief yeah a little bit yeah uh, uh, just for a brief moment then i was sure. like okay i can get over this yeah and i there's you know a lot of times where i'm like come on <laughs> you know <laughs> like they have to like 
she just looks different than yeah. All she, the other I mean, guys. her her cheekbones are high. Like mm-hmm. when the animated one, they could make her look more boyish. Yeah, and when you they know. draw, you know, in their style, they there's so little detail on the face. Exactly, there are so few lines. It's so economical, mm-hmm. um, you know, in their animation style, which is great. But it also does create more um, androgynous. Yeah, characters. exactly. So when she puts her hair up, she does look like the other guys that put their hair up in a yeah. top knot or a bun, you know. This one's you like they still wanted an attractive woman, you know, looking woman mm-hmm. by Hollywood standards anyway. That mm-hmm. when she takes her hair down, you know, she's this gorgeous woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. The librarian <laughs> effect. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, she rips her glasses <laughs> off and puts her hair down. Uh so yeah, there was a little bit of like, uh, come on, you guys, you can't you can't tell this is a girl. Yeah. Uh, but but it, it didn't last very long. I'm like, okay, I can, you know, I can get over this. Sure, yeah. Especially with all the cool fighting going on. And you're like, yeah. well, whatever. Yeah. There's also a, you know, a courageousness, brave, whatever you want to call it, in that it deals with, uh, and not to get, you know, too much into spoilers, but it deals with mysticism mm-hmm. and, you know, magic in a way that the original doesn't at all. You know, the original kind of sets up this very straightforward, like, Hun's bad invading, you know, save the emperor. Yes. And this one, it's a little different. It's a, you know, there's a vengeance aspect to it. There's Mm a weird, you know, like, extra, you know, magical element. Well, yeah, and it's also, it's about more a folk tale, where the animated one, it's like, this could have happened. There weren't, many magical elements you know well there's the spiritual elements with you know mushu talking and you know the dragon following her and that's more the spiritual but um it was more like this could have happened a girl could go fight for her father and this where this movie was much more playing into this is a a fairy tale so there can be Mm -hmm. these fantastical things and different story elements yeah that's fair that's mm-hmm. yeah it's something i didn't really um you know think of yeah i mean the first one does have a talking dragon yes so, like, we're, yes we're not trying to paint the picture that it's like a documentary or anything yeah but, <laughs> but um, i'm just saying they you know that it was more believable that it could actually happen the way it does in sure. the animated one where this one had much more fantastical elements mm-hmm. that made it more like a true legend yes you know which, um, that was my one complaint. You know, I don't tend to like voiceover anyway. But the narrator mm-hmm. that was like at the beginning and then it's like 45 minutes you don't hear from them at all. Mm-hmm. And then he just like showed up at a pretty crucial moment and in my opinion said things that didn't have to be said and actually took away from the moment. <laughs> yeah, it was really kind of tacked on. And then and- it, then he showed up at the end again. Yeah. Like I... I didn't mind the beginning one. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's the legend of Mulan. Let's hear right. the story. Yeah. Okay. And I don't think anything else he said. After, I mean, or maybe even at the end. I'll give him I'll give him the beginning and the end. But he, I think he only showed up once in the middle. Yeah. If I'm correct. Yeah. And um, it was just like, why? Right. You didn't need to be there. It was uh, after the battle scene. Yeah, yeah. The one. It was like, it's a crucial moment. And it mm-hmm. was sort of like telling me what i should figure out for myself yeah <laughs> like and a that, cool like metaphor of what's happening and at should that moment. Be able to really be conveyed by you know the performance and the the 
action on screen. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I forgot about this guy. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. There was a narrator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it did seem a little, um, you know, superfluous. Yeah. Um, so the third pillar is truth. And there's a lot of ways you can discuss truth in movies. And I think um, one is performance. And then one is just, you know, kind of plot holes and do characters act in a way that you feel like they've earned it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, what did you think of uh, the acting? What did you think of, you know, just in general? The yeah, plot I thought, I mean, I thought, um, I, I didn't know how to pronounce her name. You Yifei Lu? Yes. Um, I thought she was great. Yeah. Uh, her facial, uh, you know, there's not necessarily a whole lot of dialogue. Mm-hmm. You know, it is mostly action. So her facial expressions, her body language, and then just even the physicality of, yeah. like, she just looked so cool doing yeah. the things that she did. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, but it, there was also a lot of emotion you saw um, that I thought she was great. To be honest, some of the other actors, I was like, okay, they were they were good. Yeah, I didn't think other people stood out. Um, or oh, her father, the guy who plays her father, mm-hmm. was very good. But yeah, other people were they were okay yeah i thought the the guy that played the you know boyfriend or the guy that likes her i thought he was okay (laughs) seemed a little like a little like stiff and yeah i don't know like nobody else like blew me away with their performance or like i think they could have gotten anybody to play those parts some of them right uh but i thought she was i thought she was really good yeah um so I think this kind of brings me to my criticism of the movie in that it was kind of a, a tale of two worlds. Mm-hmm. And I think what you're getting at with the other characters is that they seemed really thin. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the out of shape, um, not warrior build, like nice guy. Yes. There's the like poet, like not a guy who is like, you know, a big, strong, mm-hmm. like, warrior guy. There is the, like, jock, you know, jerkhead, yeah. like, small-minded bully, yeah, bully yeah. guy. And then there's the guy who's supposed to obviously be, like, the, you know, the best guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then other things, like, um, in the very beginning, like, with the matchmaker and how they used kind of the action to be a lot more cartoony than to be, like, mm-hmm. badass. I feel like there was just an incongruity and like an unevenness of tone a couple of different times that like that's it, fair. It's the same thing that kind of bothered me about Frozen Two, you know, mm-hmm. like where there were times where it was like an amazing like story and like really cool lore and you know this mm-hmm. like cool legend thing, but then there were also times where you know, Olaf is telling jokes for two and a half minutes. And like, yeah. It's it's so... It's sort of like, oh, we got this cool, serious movie, but we need to add some humor. Right. So, exactly. like, here's, you know, a, uh, like, um, physical comedy thing right. here. Okay. Yeah. Like, here's a they break stuff. Or, yeah, you yeah. know. Or, oh, no, she's, you know, in a lake, and now somebody else comes by, and, like, you have to hide stuff. Yeah. And, I could see that. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't, you know terrible but it was enough to kind of take me out of it a couple couple times my my one criticism as far as the writing um is that and this might be just kind of playing in the element of folktale legend there were times 
when the dialogue and things were a little bit too spot on for me, where, you know, it was like, who will save you now or something like that. And then it's like, oh, who shows up? And like mm-hmm. some of the some of the lines were um, like they would say something like, you know, this what's going to happen or something. And then it like yeah. Milan shows up or like just it really was, telegraphed and like kind of cheesy. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I get that that might just be that element of of legend. Sure. You know, you can see that like. You know, the town was in peril and it seemed like nothing could, you know, save them. Yeah. And then here comes, you know, Paul Bunyan or whatever. Right. Not whatever he did. It's just, I don't think that was really earned through like the pure badassness of the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're gonna, if you're gonna do it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. yeah. That that was my only complaint with the, the writing. Like I wouldn't, although I didn't go into this movie thinking that the writing was going to be <laughs> fantastic. Sure. That's fair. You know, I wanted to see cool stuff. Yeah. But it was still much better than I thought it was going to be. I didn't yeah. I didn't think I was going to, like, I was going to enjoy it, but I didn't think I was going to mm. love it. And I really, really liked it. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's pretty much exactly what I thought it was going to be when I saw. When they first said they were remaking it, I was like, okay, fine. But, mm-hmm. You know, like. Sure. Like, I'm, I'm kind of over the outrage at this point, the whole, like, ruining my childhood thing. Like, mm-hmm. nothing changes the first movie. And yeah. the fact that this exists doesn't make that any worse. And, this well, and just don't it. call it a remake. It's well, not, it's, yeah, it's not, or don't call it, um, don't call it a live action adaptation. Yeah. You know, I it, mean, it's a that's different all marketing stuff yeah, to make it's sure a that different you know movie. and that you go because you want to see, mm-hmm. you know, the old stuff. Um, but I forget where I was going with that. <laughs> oh, what sorry, I, inter- I interrupted you. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens at home. <laughs> we were talking about it being legendy folklore. Yeah. Oh, no, my expectations versus what I got. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I expected when I, f- I saw that first trailer, though, I was like, oh, this could be cool because mm-hmm. this looks like, you know, badass armies yeah like darker Mm -hmm. yeah and i was like that looks awesome but you know as time went on i'm like ah, they probably just do like part of that and then Mm -hmm. the rest of it's kind of you know run-of-the-mill stuff and that's pretty much how i feel about it it Mm -hmm. it wasn't bad like you know it's not bad at all but Mm -hmm. it was still you know not enough of the things i liked and then you know yeah yeah the rest Mm -hmm. of it was fine yeah (laughs) yeah uh do we want to give our spoiler because i think this might be a good time to talk about some of those differences from yes that's the original that's where i was heading do we need my sound effect uh yeah i could drop it in from last week or you can uh you know, can try i try to, to duplicate it it yeah, was like bow, 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 yep. something like that <laughs> pretty much it's good enough for me spoiler so alert spoilers after this <laughs> go watch it for yourself and then come back okay uh yeah so before we get into differences the first thing i want to say when we're talking spoilers thank god she does not kiss him yes thank you you're skipping all the way to the end oh i'm sorry but it's it's like the most yes the the biggest point that's like stuck out to me as i was watching it was like oh thank god because if she did it would have been so disingenuous Mm -hmm, absolutely she's not at all interested in romance throughout the entire thing and i love that yeah well i mean it was it was interesting in that like from the female perspective um it was really cool to like obviously um like chinese culture you know at that time 
or even now, I don't, I don't know a lot about Chinese culture. Yeah. Um, you know, we like, don't get out much. Yeah. Like, you know, a woman's place and bringing honor and all that stuff. So her coming into her own, the element of the witch character, I thought was yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. The, the parallelism between those two characters. Right. That she is a female, she's a witch. Like literally a, a witch. Yeah, we're and not she being doesn't. Yeah, coy. <laughs> yeah. Like she has magical powers. She's right. a witch. You know, and she feels like she doesn't have a place. And then she's like Mulan. We're the same person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that that female character actually helps Mulan like realize I should be true to who you know to who I am. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Like seeing her come to that, and that she was starting to see like. Uh, like the dad says, like she doesn't know the ways of the world or the ways of men, mm-hmm. you know, like she's been so isolated yeah. and sheltered. So it was kind of cool to see her like develop feelings or like, oh, like I think I like this boy, but like I'm worried about saving the Do you emperor. Think she does though, um, because I, I don't think it crosses her mind. I don't think she plays it like that. I think, I mean, I think it's about like she discovers that maybe she can have some type of feel like I don't think she was ready to like marry him or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. And yeah, there was no like physicality. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was about like that she could have a bond with a man. You sure. Know, like that she okay. is, you know, I could. That isn't forced upon her. Exactly. Yeah. You know, she chooses to like this person. Okay. And um, it was kind of cool to see her. Yeah. Because it would have been weird she doesn't like she doesn't even want to touch him and like yeah it would have been so weird to be like no i'm gonna kiss you yeah you know she's he says like oh we'll meet again someday mm-hmm. you know and, and like it leaves it open like the the romantic part of me is like oh they'll probably get together in the end oh, you know <laughs> like like later on while See, she <laughs> i'm watching and i'm like that dude is in for a heartbreak because she is not that into him <laughs> but yeah if they it would have ruined a lot of it if yeah they had like romantically kissed and yeah like, absolutely she like barely shakes his hand no it's she just great. like kind of touches like, <laughs> like hey. she's like okay nice to meet you okay bye yeah. okay bye <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I really like that that part of it all mm-hmm. um the thing with the the witch it seemed kind of odd to me that she turned so quickly mm-hmm. like i understand i understand the reasoning why but i feel like it happened just you know like the drop it, of a hat it was a little quick I, I feel like they needed to show her the the witch that is like truly seeing that the men were fighting for her and like yes you know to kind of just give any hint of maybe she's you know in the hawk form or whatever like flying over as they're like leading her out and they're mm-hmm. you know making way for her literally yeah you know, to just give some kind of internalization of the yeah. fact that, like, they've changed. And I was thinking more about that something that she needed to see um, for the the bad guy. I forget his name. Yeah. Um, that he didn't have her best interest. So I was thinking something similar where maybe in her hawk form or something like that, she is listening in on him and he's like bashing her or or bashing women or you know witches or something like that so then she she leads mulan to him as more of like you know to screw that guy over yeah that she doesn't really like because from the beginning you don't really get that she 
wants to like rule over things. She just wants to find a place where yeah, she, she belongs. Wants to be, you know, accepted. accepted or at least not chastised. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. But I, I think like she seems astute from the very beginning that she knows that he's not like mm-hmm. super upfront with her. Yeah. You know? And but like, I it would have been just like something to like really set her off. Because yeah. I agree, it was a little sudden that she, um, like, kind of gives in and wants to help uh, help Mulan yeah. right away. Yeah. It um, was cool what they did, too, with, um, like, I, I was definitely missing Eddie Murphy as, as Mushu. <laughs> I wasn't. You know, I'm, just like, I'm you know, a little, a little fun. Um, but what they did with the Phoenix in, mm-hmm. like, replace of that yeah. character was really cool, both visually and like yeah. symbolically yeah there was i had a problem though with a couple of the scenes with the phoenix there was like this green chi energy mm-hmm. that was kind of just like there in the background and she doesn't like wield that or acknowledge that at all or like there was nothing uh, done with that so like why was it even there i thought the narrator said something at the end about something green I thought well that was the some- sword no, I thought he said, like, looking to the sky. Oh, it was the green shoe. Just um, continuing uh-huh. the metaphor from the beginning. Oh. Like the shoe to bamboo or something. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it was just, like, there. And it's mm-hmm. like, are you you, you going to explain that? Well, because I thought it was it more seems... of a manifestation and just, like, only she could see it. But did she see it? That's what I'm saying. Like, Oh, I think so. Did she so. see it at all? Because it's like right in front of her, but she's looking at the phoenix. And then the other time was when she was bathing. There was like a glowing light coming from her armor at the tree. So like, I was just confused as to what. Oh, I didn't even with... notice that. Yeah. Maybe it was just a lighting choice. Okay. Just green glowing <laughs> yeah. light. From... Just wait, we just need some more green in here. Let's just get a okay. green light going. Sure. Really doubt that. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Also, something that just dawned on me. There's a character named Cricket. Doesn't she have like a little Cricket pal in the first one? Yeah, Do you think, is that he's a- cute. So that's um, that's the scene in the the matchmaker. Mm-hmm. The Cricket is hopping in and out of the teacups, oh. and she's covering them up, and he causes her to gotcha to do it. Where yeah. um, this this scene with like the spider, it was a little bit more of like I thought it was kind of cool because it that scene showed that she was more of like a warrior mind where she was she yeah. was assessing the situation. Yeah. She like sees the spider. She looks at the other girl and sees how freaked out she looks. And mm-hmm. then she's like, okay, she's going to freak out if she sees the spider. So I need to do something to stop this. Yeah. And it was a, did a really cool job showing that she is just like this warrior mind. Mm-hmm. Where in the animated one, she's just klutzy and, you know, messes right. things up. Yeah. So I thought that was neat that like what makes her her and her strengths are looked upon as weaknesses in in that scene. Sure. Like she really was trying to prevent something bad from happening. But it it just ended up backfiring anyway because the matchmaker wouldn't let her be her and take control of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't really, really realize that until I just started talking about it. Okay. Uh, now. And <laughs> welcome, I'm like, that's actually really cool. Welcome to Epiphanies <laughs> with Monica. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, there is a little cricket character that follows her around. Yeah. Which I think a cricket might mean something in Chinese culture. Okay. But I'm not sure. Okay. Sounds good. I can look it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so 
can we talk battle strategy for just a second? Oh, sure. So. Oh, wait. So crickets are a key component of Chinese traditional culture. The tradition of favoring singing insects and fighting crickets has ancient roots and has been handed down throughout generations to present day. And they're, um, they're good, good luck. Good, a symbol of good fortune. Okay. There you go. There we go. Thank you. Yes. The more you know. <laughs> now can we talk about battle strategy? Yes. Okay. So it, you've got a giant catapult that you're firing yeah. on people that are, let's say, 400 yards away. Mm-hmm. And then you're attacked from behind <laughs> Yeah. by people who are, let's say, 50 yards away. Much closer. You turn around and you shoot arrows at them. And you eliminate the helmets that you see, etc. But they think that there's more. Okay, that's fine if they think that there's more. But in what world do you turn around a catapult that's firing at a range of 400 yards? Yeah. And then say, oh, let's fire it uphill into this mountain that just suddenly appeared. There's a lot of geography in this film that I feel like they just like, oh, we need something that looks kind of deserty here. Like, let's do that. Like, yeah. I'm completely lost in the space of the battlefields and, you know, and like other, where the cities are things. and stuff. Yeah, I have absolutely villages. no idea what's going on. She's on top of a mountain. And That's she's fair. She's in a valley and then she's back on top of a mountain. But mm-hmm. It's a different mountain, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. And this time it's sunset. So everything looks different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I digress. Yeah. So it was pretty dumb for them to catapult into a mountain of snow. I mean, that's where, you know, more of the, like, the truth in it, like, falls apart for me. Because, like, you know, you can write a scene where she turns the tide of a battle. Yeah. But do it genuinely. Or she, you know, she's just, you know, essentially died or whatever. You know, her... Her Her male male self, yes. ...has died. And she comes back and she's, like, ready now for, like, this power. So have her, like yield it in some way you mm-hmm. know she's just kind of smart in that and they're yeah. incredible guys. yeah it was pretty oh by the way that scene where she sheds all of her armor and then she's like red and she lets her hair down so cool oh there it was were, like just so awesome no matter what i thought about you know the unevenness or whatever there are some shots in this movie that are just gorgeous the other that comes to mind right away is uh towards the end when she's running up the stairs but they film it from from um on top so mm-hmm. that the stairs are making this 45 degree angle through your screen and yeah. she's running it, like up it completely yeah. perpendicular to it like that was gorgeous yeah. and when the um it that when the witch like sacrifices herself mm-hmm. and they like zoom out and the way she like like her her um clothes sort of look like bird's wings oh there was a lot of great great costume work mm-hmm. with her her costume Milan's costumes yeah. like Everything was really, really mm. well done. Just visual, whatever, if that's what cinematography, I guess, and costuming and setting yeah. design, yeah. there was some um, really cool. But yeah, that that scene when she sheds her armor, which is probably a bad idea, right? To like shed your armor. Also, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. whatever, I can put like, that. This, like, this literally just saved my life and now I'm going to get rid of it all and fight mm-hmm. in robes, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Although it was guess, just, it was really pretty. Yeah. Also, it's kind of a little funny that um, the thing that stops her from like dying from that ninja star thing is like the thing she's using to cover up her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. A lot of boob talk this week on yeah. Mary. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah. It was kind of funny. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, um, I had another thought that died in my head. Oh. Sorry, imagery. No, it wasn't your fault this time. Avalanches. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, oh, it was the, that's what it was. Yeah, it was actually the second time this week that we watched a, a bird get shot with an arrow um, in Wolf Walkers as well. Oh, yes. That maybe we'll touch on later. Maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think, I mean, I'm kind of tapped out on on what else to say about Mulan. Um, just definitely worth a watch. Definitely watch it. <laughs> yeah. So shall we get to everybody's favorite part? Our ratings? Ratings, yes. Okay. We can do them at the same time again or just separately? I think we gotta do them separately because I'm I'm like on the fence about oh. where to go. But I mean, I don't want my rating to influence your rating. And don't worry about it. You're, okay, you're fine. <laughs> um, I have a guy. I think I liked it way more than you did. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, I'm. I'm guess. Let's. How about we guess each other's? Okay, so. I think you're gonna give it. I think you're stuck between a seven and an eight. Pretty much. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think you're at a ten. Not a ten. No. No. no, nine. A nine, yes. Nine. I think yeah. it's a solid nine. Like, just some of the things that I mentioned as far as like the writing, and I didn't think the acting was like incredible. Yeah. And and for me to say a ten, you have to. I have to be like, you can't miss this movie. You have to watch this movie. That's fair. And I can't. I can't say that. Sure. I'm gonna say you should watch this movie. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should, but like, not like you have to watch this movie. Right. So I can't, in good conscience, like give that a ten. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, no, I really, I really enjoyed it. It, it was a what two hour runtime to me. It didn't, it seemed like really fast. It drug for me really a little oh. bit, just a, a tiny bit there in the middle um, before they got to like the battles. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I'm at an eight. I think it's kind of unfair for me to really have expected, you know, a hundred percent badass like mm-hmm. action movie like it's still disney mm-hmm. you know you have to they're gonna you know do the the silly things for the kids and the other things mm-hmm. that you know they feel like needs to be in their film so oh that final scene though man was so good with the sword being presented to her and no the final scene? fight scene oh with yeah, the yeah. bad guy like and on in the on the rafters oh, and on that beam that, that and then she like cuts gorgeous, it and grabs yeah. and then and then like quicks untie him just for him to grab the thing like that was just mm-hmm. that was it yes like right there i want like that could be <laughs> wait what i would love for somebody who's listening to this not having seen the movie even though we explicitly told you not to <laughs> to write us in and tell us from Monica's description, what you think actually happened in the film. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, the raptors? Yeah, but there was so much. And then the thing with the thing, and he yeah. unties the thing, and yeah. then he grabs the thing. Like, if you watch it, you'll understand. Yes. It's kind of like when you were saying, I think, was it uh, when we were talking about Greyhound, you said that your uncle used to say, like, Oh, you just oh, got to just watch this one, one thing. Like, yeah. I mean, I would recommend still watching the whole movie, but yeah. if you're going to watch one part, yeah. like that scene there was are, so cool to There me. are like four or five one parts in, <laughs> in here, you know? Yeah. All the, oh, and the horse, like when they're like flipping around on the horses. That was an amazing move. Oh my they, God. They like dismount off to the side, then touch the ground, flip back up and reverse themselves and then they're so like they're like on the, backwards. Yeah. And then they get the, arrow, the arrows. It's and like, so cool. Yeah. The only thing was like, they did it once and I was like, 
what? And then they did it like two more times. And I was like, okay, you're showing. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Come on. We get it. You're like a ninja. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Have them do it some other way. Yeah. But like that was, yeah. Yeah. Um, If any, like you could, I could watch this movie in a different language and I still would have enjoyed it. Sure. Like it just looks really cool. I mean, honestly, if we want to get into it, it should have been in Chinese. Well, yeah, that's the other. And like, you know. It's Disney. People didn't even, didn't even have like Chinese accents. Some people. Yeah. That, yeah, but I get it. You're not going to get the average, well, that sounds pretentious if I say the average person, but a lot of yeah. like people, families are not necessarily into subtitled movies. Yeah. And you let's, know. I mean, kids. Yeah, let's exactly. Honest, like, yeah. You know, Disney makes movies for kids. Yes, and kids hate reading, so. <laughs> well, yeah. I hate reading. I kind of still hate reading. I have still love reading. Anyway, not at all on point. I give it an eight. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's just, because this will be fun, I think, just to kind of level set people where we, you know, uh, where we land on these remakes, these mm-hmm. live action versions of films from mm-hmm. our childhoods. You really loved Aladdin. I loved, I really liked the Aladdin one. I thought it was super fun. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any issues with it. Like, it, they didn't change too much. They, you know, stayed true to it. Will Smith is, like, so incredibly entertaining mm-hmm. and charming. Like, I had absolutely no problem with it. Well, and I just love, I love how they changed what they changed in that. Yeah, they did. like yeah, making they her making her want to be a sultan, and sure. she, she yeah, she you know loves Aladdin too and wants to, but like her main goal in that movie is to be sultan. Yes. Where in the animated one, her goal is just to marry who she wants to marry, mm-hmm. or love who she wants to love. Mm-hmm. And I like any of these movies now that are portraying, you know, women as like. Yeah. We want yeah. something other than being married and, yeah. you know. They're not the Disney princess trope. Exactly. Anymore. And that's, that's And I just great. loved, like, the first time I watched that, like, it just gave me that, like, little kid, I'm watching a Disney movie feeling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. Yeah. This is great. Yes. <laughs> now, on the other side of that, we rented the Beauty and the Beast live action remake one night, and we didn't even get to be our guest. No, we didn't finish it. It just terrible i don't even it was so slow and weird and i don't and then yeah. but we know people that really liked it yeah and I I, and like respectable people like yeah. we respect their movie opinions right and well we respect everybody's movie opinions uh, sure. <laughs> right to, uh, no yeah. kidding um but i i should say that people who we often have similar movie tastes with mm-hmm. you know like yeah if that person likes the movie, you know, chances are we will too. Right. And sure. they didn't for that. Yeah. Well, and then The Lion King. The Lion King Ugh. just, I want to just take it out of my brain. Because I honestly don't, I don't even remember most of it. <laughs> it's so, I remember the one part, which was a giant ball of crap. And I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about the literal giant oh, yeah, ball yeah. of crap <laughs> that is in that movie. And just the absolute... Um, the the thing that ripped my heart out was how horribly they be treated pre- Be Prepared, yeah. which is, for my money, one of the greatest Disney songs but, ever. And But having their mouths move and they looked so realistic, it was just... Yeah. And was, it also didn't need to be done. Yeah. Oh, none of them need to be done. Well, but you can't call that one live action. It was all CGI. That's, yes. That's a whole other discussion oh. about what is what. But yeah, yeah no. But if, if you ask me to rank them... Yeah. If that's what you were leading towards. Sure. Although neither of us have seen Jungle Book. 
just to put that out. No, but I've also never seen the animated Jungle Book all the way through. Really? Really. I've I've seen it. I don't remember it. No. And also, we have our own little Lion King going here at Cosmo. I don't know if he purse allowed. Maybe you can do it. <laughs> he's come to join us. But he's going he's gonna to knock some wires loose or something. But um, I would, um, it's tough because, as we said, the Aladdin is a remake. Yes. And I, or a live action adaptation. Sure. That's what I want to call it, where mm-hmm. Mulan is a remake in my opinion. Like it is not like Aladdin and um and Jungle Book and Lion King are meant to just like it's the same story mostly and we're just putting it with humans. Yeah. Where See, to me that's a remake whereas an adaptation lends a little more room to, oh, interesting. to change things. No. Well, either way. Like I feel like this Mulan was not necessarily trying to be a live version of the animated film. Yeah. Where the other ones did. And I think to its credit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so I'm just saying as far as like ranking them, mm-hmm. I think I would put... It's not so hard because this one didn't have music. No, it didn't. So like Aladdin is is fun. Yes. Um, I'm just debating whether this is above or below Aladdin. Yeah. Like, yeah. For me, it's like super close. Yeah. And then... For me, Aladdin is is tops it's aladdin this and then way way down probably jungle book to be honest we haven't even seen it (laughs) i don't know beauty and the beast probably got a little bit better yeah it's better than lion king (laughs) i agree lion king is just so heartbreaking disappointing (laughs) Uh, but yeah it's it's hard because they're very different movies yeah very different indeed but i did um Mulan might slightly eke out Aladdin. Hmm, interesting. For me, I don't know. It's hard. It might be a little recency bias too. So yeah, true. You know, we'll give it, give it some time. Maybe revisit this discussion when, <laughs> uh, if we're still doing a podcast, when Robin Hood comes out, which is, I think, my favorite animated Disney mm-hmm. movie. And is that coming out before Little Mermaid? I have absolutely no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's our uh, review of Mulan. So go watch it. So we're kind of, you know, in agreement there on, on Mulan. Pretty much, uh, yeah. But in the beginning of every podcast, we say a married couple who has sometimes wildly different views on movies. Yes. To be fair, that hasn't... To be fair. To be fair. Uh, <laughs> that hasn't really been the case yet. No. On the podcast, on mm. things that we've talked about. We've mm-hmm. been pretty much right there. Thanksgiving, we had yeah. pretty much the same views on right. the movies. The, you know, the biggest uh, like gap was probably Forrest Gump or The Burbs. Yeah, you know? and that was only like two points, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I mean, to, you know, is can be. You yeah, know, but it's not call. wildly different no, views like we claim wild. in the podcast but <laughs> intro. We did, we did last weekend watch a film. Yes, that we very much disagree on. We did. Uh, that film was Wolf Walkers. I uh, referenced it, you know, when we were talking about uh, birds getting shot by arrows. <laughs> uh, Wolfwalkers came out this year. It's animated. Uh, it's the story of a young apprentice hunter and her father's journey to Ireland to help wipe out the last of a wolf pack. And um, it's it's animated by the same animation studio that did 
Song of the Sea and Secret of Kells. It's an Irish studio. And um, yeah, I I mean, let's 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 open up the checklist of things that Sean loves. Right. Sean loves animated movies. Mm -hmm. Sean loves wolves. Sean loves wolves. Sean loves Irish things. Sean loves (laughs) Irish things. And Sean loves really pretty stuff telling a good story true right yes these are all things that sean loves that ticks all the boxes sean hates talking to third person so he's gonna stop that <laughs> <Yeah>. now <laughs> but <laughs> this hits every single piece of that so hard mm-hmm. and it is so beautiful this is one of the most visually lush films i've seen in probably in my life like it is gorgeous it does look beautiful and it's hand-drawn and movies these days animated movies aren't hand-drawn anymore no. you have to go but to... It, it also looked like i think i said to you at one point it it looks like watercolor yeah it's definitely stylistic it yeah. is not your average you know it's not cell shaded it is mm-hmm. not your typical disney like painting in the background no well, it is painted backgrounds but, yeah but like but it, it's not like realistic looking at yes, all time or like is, or like detailed it is incredibly stylized yeah. and there is so much that they do within that style to kind of you know to help the storytelling along mm-hmm. that it is just a, a masterpiece i i agree with with that you agree that it's a masterpiece. I know. Okay, cool. So I, that's I agree it that it is a. <laughs> I agree that it is a visual masterpiece. Um, let's let's reenact when this movie ended, shall okay, we? Sure. The movie ended, and I said, "Meh." And that broke. And my you heart. said, "Really?" Yes. <laughs> because I don't, I don't get how you can be mad about it. It is. It's. It's great. I just, I can't put my finger on it. I, I honestly, honestly can't. It it was beautiful to look at. Um, it's just something about the story didn't grab me. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I I think, um, if to me it felt really slow. That's okay. where I was like, oh my God, let's do this. And I think it is that we sort of knew what needed to happen, what was going to happen, but they didn't get there quickly enough for me. Okay. That it's like, you know, and you can argue uh, any movie might be predictable, but I, I just think it was like, okay, this thing needs to happen. Like these three things need to happen. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, we're here's step one. Oh, wait, something else came in the way. We didn't quite get to step one yet. Oh, oh okay, okay, now we got step one. Okay, now let's move to step two. And oh, wait, there's this little thing that, gets us off track on that. Okay, now we got to step two. And it's like, I know they're going to get to step one and two. I'm yeah. not so sure about what's going to happen in three. But I was like, come on, let, let's get there. Yeah. And I'm, that's where I think yeah. that's what it was that I wasn't, um, just I wasn't like enthralled by the story. Because mm-hmm. it's like I knew like what was generally what was going to happen and yeah, i just wanted it to I, like get there sooner maybe to me that's like saying so i mean we have been to ireland mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's like to me saying like we're we're you know here in ireland as tourists and like we know we're gonna get to you know the cliffs of more or mm-hmm. something like that but it we took 45 minutes to get there 
up this windy road where mm-hmm. you're looking out over these gorgeous hillsides and this like amazing you know shoreline mm-hmm. and stuff like that it's like why why do you want to get there faster well like, no but then it would be like luxuriate in this no but then it's like then we got a flat tire and we had to wait no and we had to get the tire changed i don't okay okay now we're now we're hole. now we're back on track okay now oh wait the you know the bridge is up we gotta wait until the boat goes by and the bridge gets over like no. that's what they were like little like mini conflicts along the way to like the first main objective yeah. and that's what to me it just kind of um like i don't know it just didn't that it, it was beautiful to look at yeah but i guess i just couldn't separate that from the story as easily as you could like you see it as a beautiful scenic ride along there mm-hmm. and i see it as like when are we gonna get there right because which is generally me impatient. as an, i'm a super yes. impatient person yes you're incredibly impatient yes and i don't know i think even if it was slow which i i'll admit there are a couple parts that get a little slow but it's still building character and it's mm-hmm. still doing something you know it might yeah. not be doing the thing that you want it to do but it's definitely you know working towards an, an ending or at least a building of a character like mm-hmm. they're they don't feel flat as people in this yeah i guess, i don't know i guess i didn't I guess I didn't see it that way. I thought the characters were pretty well established early on and they didn't necessarily grow. Mm. We, we, except with I the disagree. exception of the main... Uh, Emily? No. No, I, I just made that forget. up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that great Irish yeah. name. And, and this is... Uh, Robin. Robin. This is such a new movie, so I think we are going to yeah, avoid, we'll avoid, we'll avoid, avoid any spoilers. Yeah. But I think the other thing that without giving, you know, too many things away. Um, I had an issue with like what exactly Wolf Walkers were mm-hmm. and like their purpose and why why it was why wolves were like a conflict in the first place and Wolves are a conflict because they're a horribly maligned creature. Misunderstood. In all these fairy tales and every Disney movie ever Wolves are the bad guys mm-hmm. for absolutely no reason. <laughs> and like, watch West Wing first season, uh, Big Block of Cheese Day episode. I forget what it is off the top of my head, but wolves are not the enemy people. Wolves <laughs> are beautiful creatures. And yeah, uh, it vexes me. But yeah, I mean, I just, I guess I don't see, I didn't see that being necessary to the story that they were telling mm-hmm. at all. You know, like, I, you know, you could make the analogy like, well, what is a vampire? Mm-hmm. And like, they don't have to establish that. And like, I get that it's a, you know, more rote character, but, you know, the first movie like doesn't like go trace all the lineage of everything. And, you know. Yeah, but, uh, but vampires are established creatures or things. Right. I said, this was know. something new. I mean, at least to me, to it, you, yeah. it could be it like it's a folklore or something, right? Yeah. Yes. So it's it's new to me. Um, I just didn't like fully understand what they did and why. Like, you know, they have like magical powers. Like, what what is that? And yeah. um, like, are they? Uh, I don't know. I was just a little bit like I wasn't necessarily like on their side. I guess that's what it was. 
on the wolf side? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't necessarily on the other side either. Like, I don't okay, support. I, gonna, I don't like. No, like, I don't support, like, you know, cutting down the forest, killing these animals because we want the land. But, like, they could have just been just, like, regular wolves and no, like, fantastical element. Yeah. That. But there were regular wolves. Yes, I mean, but, but some of them were regular wolves. and then some of them weren't. So why were some of them regular and some not? Yeah. That's the part that I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, why are these humans also involved with the wolves? And how did they? I guess I guess I wanted well, a backstory. Yeah, but like, how? Yeah. Like, why? Okay. What is their purpose? Yeah, I just, just to protect I wolves. Didn't, didn't see that uh, as necessary part of the story yeah. at all because it wasn't about that. It was about you know the the Robin and Maeve and their families and you know. Their friendship, yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's a, in the broadest terms, I would guess it's like kind of an environmentalist message. Yeah, I could see that too. At least a naturalist message that, you know, these people are just invading lands and and that kind of stuff. That's fair. I I thought it was excellent. It just didn't, I don't know what it was. I honestly can't pinpoint it. It just didn't grab me in the way that I would say, like, oh my gosh, you have to see this movie. Yeah. And uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes disagrees with me. Yeah. Because it's very, very highly rated. Yes, it's, um, it's deservedly so. Yeah, I, I just know. I need to gush a little bit about the character design and the the way that certain characters are portrayed. I don't it's not a spoiler to say that at certain times humans are wolves and wolves are humans. Yeah, I and mean, that's established pretty early on. Yeah, so. the, the very First like, scene. The cold open, yeah, yeah. if you want to call it that, it, it establishes that. But certain characters are drawn in a way that when they are one form or the other, they are less fully rendered than mm-hmm. they are in the other. So you see guiding lines and you see, you know, um, like when you start to draw, you, you draw like shapes and then build you know, outlines from there and you you build detail and, and stuff like that. But there are times where humans are drawn with these kind of sketch lines still intact, showing that they're, you know, frayed around the edges. They're not like completely human. And then on the flip side of that, when you see certain other characters turn to wolves, they're drawn the same thing. So you can see like the torso lines that are drawn to guide and the, the um, the legs are still kind of um, rounded out at the top and not fully like integrated into the butt. And it's just a fantastic use of character design and animation in terms of storytelling to really kind of hit you over the head with like, this character is more wolf than human. This character is more human than wolf. This character is, you know, constantly at battle with both of them, you know, and just like the, the things like that throughout and the the way that they have backgrounds that are kind of in this weird um almost like top down view even but they're far in the distance and just kind of gives you the sense of it's not like organically the town isn't organically situated within the countryside it is this thing that's kind of like just plopped on there and is this giant block that is literally taking up space away from the rest of the environment around it like just the things that they were doing were fantastic and the level of detail and the thought that went into it is just amazing 
I understood about 50% of what you said there. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to try. <laughs> I'm not going to try to agree that I understood. But but you're an, you're an artist. So a yes. lot of that. I think I think that's the main reason why we are different. So different on this movie. I could see that. And that you. I mean, I agree that it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't enough i couldn't get wrapped up enough in the animation that i think you did that i was equally looking at the story in the animation where sure. if there were any plots or any flaws in the storyline for you like it was just a like it didn't matter because you were enjoying it visually so yeah. much yeah and or i should say you were appreciating it more than i was mm-hmm. i loved it thought it was beautiful but you know it's the same way where you know you wouldn't appreciate a good teaching lesson. I don't know. I couldn't wow. think. I couldn't. I couldn't think of a. Uh, <laughs> you swung hard at that. I couldn't think of a comparison to like. Yeah. Well, I mean, you like literature, but not necessarily as much as I enjoy teaching it. So, like, yeah, where maybe you couldn't see the beauty of a story where I would be like, oh my god, I could have the students do this and this with it, and I could get really excited about it. And yeah. you're like, okay, it was a good story. I don't know, like, yeah, that that I think. I think that's why your artistic eye, mm-hmm. you know, like all those words that you said, <laughs> you know, like something about the background and like I heard organic and inorganic and then I heard like character development and then like wolf human. I, I don't know. Uh, okay. Where I'm just like, it looks really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I hope somebody, you know, my buddy Chris, if he's listening, hopefully he, he understands what I'm talking about. And, Oh, I'm sure other people understand. Yeah. I'm just being honest. I wasn't going to try to pretend like I agreed with everything you said yeah, there. Yeah, and I noticed you glaze over about halfway through what I was <laughs> doing. It just needs to be said. I, I just, I, I love this movie and people need to watch it. If you enjoy animated film and enjoy um, folktales that aren't, you know, the Rapunzel's of the world. Yeah, yeah. And, and that or American traditional, I should say. Yeah. And if you like Irish accents, I mean, there's some gorgeous and british too yeah and british Mm. as well yes um fair um i I thought it was great i Mm -hmm. I just loved it oh that's the thing that i didn't like oh that's okay no now we remember the 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 religious undertones or not even undertones they were like in your face tones Mm -hmm. like this idea of we need to obey the lord creator and he's basically like the king and he's like, well, God wants us to do this and God wants us to kill the wolves and we have to do it. And then it's all mm-hmm. just like, we have to listen to what he says. And like, you have to go be a good woman and you have to go clean and you can't be this independent person. Like, it just seemed like weird to me and disconnected. Where is it this environmentalist story about wolves? Is it this story about like religion and yeah. following blindly? I mean, things they're together. Both? Yeah, but I don't think it was about the religion. I think it was about you know historical context, like mm-hmm. you know the 1600s in Ireland. Oliver Cromwell was you know mm-hmm. taking over and like the hugely puritanical you know kind of oppression mm-hmm. that was happening at the time. You know, I think it just it it's more honest to situate it within those confines than it would be to mm-hmm. just be like, oh, everything was honky-dory in the town. Well, yeah, it yeah. Wolves. It was just, I felt like it was just like over the top. Yeah. Like we're, everyone's blindly following this person who claims that he like is God or is just really close yeah. to God. But I mean, I 
I feel like it's more of a cultural thing in that, you know, if say someone in Ireland was watching a film about, you know, the the 1860s mm-hmm. in America, they could say the same things about, you know, like religious leaders and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that kind of thing where we just don't know um, to what extent Oliver Cromwell, yeah, was, true. you know, like, you know, really did, you know, rule over and mm-hmm. oppress Ireland. At yeah. The time. It was just kind of, it was just kind of weird to me. I didn't really get it. Yeah. But anyway, it was still a good movie. It just didn't grab me in the same way that it grabbed you. Yeah. And it, Oh, it should have because you're I'm just sorry. here. It's so beautiful. It is so, so Maybe gorgeous. some of our listeners will agree with me if they watch it. I don't know. I mean. And again, I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. Um. Oh, we didn't give our rating. Yeah. So, so let's good. end with it's our rating. I mean, are you giving it a 10? I don't know. Oh, boy. <laughs> Stuck between a 9 I and mean, a 10. I it's, mean, it's so close. I, I think I kind of have to. It's just so, like... Like I was saying about everything they do with the art style and mm-hmm. just everything that's so beautifully and carefully crafted, I yeah, I, th- yeah. I think it's a ten for me. Yeah, I give it an eight. Okay, you see, you seem way lower though. I just, I mean, it's, like a meh is not an eight. I don't know. Like I if just... you're sitting there and going meh, that's a that's like probably like a four to a seven at most i think it's that i can appreciate it as a good movie yeah that it, i it just didn't personally grab me right so to me it doesn't necessarily take away that it's a great movie mm-hmm. but if i'm so like if i'm i'm rating it for you know is it personal satisfaction versus th- is this a quality film yeah but i think that's what our ratings should be as our personal takes on them. Okay, well then I'd give it a seven. Okay, see that that to uh, me it, sounds more like how okay, you feel about. It. I, yeah, but like my feelings versus you yeah. know, like when well, when we talk about war movies, mm-hmm. like they're not really my thing. Sure, but you know, I'm still just thinking about it as a film and how other people you know might yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, so I can get why people, I can understand why you give this a ten. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I get 7.5. Yeah. Uh, 7.5 is my, is my, is my yeah. rating for this. I mean, at the same, like I can kind of understand, you know, why people say Forrest Gump is so excellent, mm-hmm. but at the same time it did, you know, very little for me. So I gave it a six. It's mm-hmm. like, or a six and a half. I forget. Mm-hmm. Side but, note, la- uh, watch, um, last week's, uh, Saturday Night Live if you can. Uh, because it's oh, a very funny reference to Forrest Gump. An amazing, <laughs> wonderful character. Uh, well, um, her name completely escapes me every time I try is it, to reach for it. Is It's not Melissa Villanueva. No, that's the other one. No, she's the one that does the great um, and, musical yeah, impressions. Yeah. Uh, it's on Weekend Update. It's um, yeah. It's very funny. Uh, so good. And it, it will be two weeks ago by the time we drop this episode. So. Oh, yes. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, Heidi Gardner. That's it. She does the great kind of um, teen movie reviewer and thing. Like a little ditzy and silly, but uh, yeah, really great. Yeah, definitely worth a watch. Go check that out on YouTube or Hulu <laughs> or wherever you can check it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think there, there, there's the disagreement. Part, yes, folks. we have some. And uh, One I, of these days we're going to get a movie that gets us really heated. And yeah, different. something like 
mother or Ugh. <laughs> yes. I Devil Wears Prada or No, I mean, that that movie's dumb. Daredevil. Daredevil is the one that Yeah. That, Anyway. There are there are times we just wanted to show you that there are times that we disagree. Yeah, there uh, are times when Monica's wrong. Oh, so. there, there are <laughs> <laughs> there are times when Sean is wrong. <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for this week's episode of Married at, at the, the Movies. movies.